Welcome to Tastes of Life, a podcast from Heart and Parcel about food, women, and stories. I'm Claire Courtney, the co-founder of Heart and Parcel. We're a Manchester-based food project bringing women from diverse communities together to practice English and make dumplings. We've released this podcast ahead of the launch of our first ever cookbook to meet the ladies who've contributed their recipes and stories to it, giving you the chance to hear from them as we share a meal in the intimacy of their homes around Manchester. In this episode, I travel to Longsight to meet Shaz and Shamim, two ladies who formed a touching friendship whilst attending our cooking sessions and bonded over their shared passion for food. They always make me laugh with their sharp and witty comments, and I'm overwhelmed by the little acts of kindness they do for each other to make life's challenges that little bit easier. We join them both in Shamim's kitchen as she prepares lunch for us. My kitchen is very dirty because of all the things. That's fine. A, a, a dirty kitchen is a happy kitchen because it means that lots of stuff is going on. So tell us what you cooked today, Shamim, for us. I make curry and curry and rice, white rice, white rice. That sounds amazing. And what is in the curry? Can you tell me the ingredients? Wow, that looks amazing. I'm looking at a huge pot over the stove full of beautiful curry. Oh, wow. Pakoras. Amazing. So it's pakoras in curry sauce. That looks fantastic. And Shaz, what have you brought today? That looks incredible. Uh, this is lamb with potatoes and naan, naan bread. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, guys, what a treat. This looks fantastic. Um, can you tell us uh, what spices are in the pakora curry? Uh, uh, besan. Gram uh, flour. Gram flour, besan. Gram flour. Uh, uh, green chili, red chili, zira. Uh, and for our English speaking um, audience, what is zira? Do you remember the name? Uh, Zita. <laughs> oh, come on, I know the name. I just said it this morning. <laughs> uh, what do you say, Zita, in English? Beginning with C, guys. Q. Cumin seeds. Cumin seeds. Cumin seeds. And it's creamy. So is there some milk in there? No, or? no, no, no. Yogurt. Only yogurt. yogurt, water, and ground flowers and wow so we've brought the dough of the naan fantastic so we're actually going to make it now make it now yeah fantastic so um tell us how to make the dough first of all the uh, bread machine it makes dough for me i make dough at home now um and then just make the balls out of it just like you make a normal chapati and that's what it's going to be so in the dough is it just flour I mix regular flour and self-rising flour, put a little bit of yeast in there. Uh, and I, instead of putting water in there, I put warm milk and butter and olive oil. Why do you add the butter? Does it make it a different consistency? It does. It makes it a lot, lot of soft and smooth. See how soft this is. 
it's just pulling up. So Shaz, yeah. Shaz is just lifting up with her fingers and it's just lifting really up. stretchy and soft. It looks like a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> like a lumpy pillow. A lumpy pillow. She's she's got the arthritis. She cannot pick it. Claire will help put it on the table. Oh, and, and my arm one of the hands don't work so <laughs> I'm <laughs> Oh dear, I, at least I can be useful today. I can help you guys um with the stuff. <laughs> I wanted to know how you guys first met. met. Okay. Yeah. Shaz, do you want to go first? Okay. <laughs> well, I was off work for 11 months, waiting for NHS to come through and do my operations. I was like really miserable. So, and I was miserable at home because I've always worked my whole life. So I said, okay, what to do? So then I saw something, an email come through from the community center. And all I read was level two and cooking. I said, great, another thing under the belt, yeah? So I go, I go in there, first session, second session, and somebody asked me, so what are you doing here? You don't need English. I said, I thought it was for level two, cooking. And then I found out there's no such thing as level two uh, cooking. Because you're, um, you're actually, your first language is English, yeah, isn't English. it? Yep. <laughs> and there I met Shamim. Um, she was the most quiet one in there, and we shared a hobby for cooking. And I don't normally talk to people or, you know, mingle and stuff. Because the friends I have are a handful and, you know, they've lasted about 30, 40, 50 years. And we started talking. She said, I was trying to explain something to her. She said, talk slower. And can you speak in Urdu? And I'm going, oh, great. I have to speak in Urdu now. And I started talking and talking and talking. And, I don't, and you know, being my first language, English being my first language, I don't speak in Urdu often. And I remember growing up, my dad used to speak to us in Urdu and Punjabi. And the first time I went back home in Pakistan, I was about seven, eight years old. And my grandmother would speak to me in Punjabi, and that was so foreign to me. It would just fly by, right above my head. So we would communicate. I would speak in English with her, and she would communicate, you know, she would speak in Punjabi. So got comfortable with each other. And with Shamim, my words were so twisted. I knew I know the words, but you have, if you don't speak something, you know, it doesn't come naturally to you. So I started talking and talking. The three, four months, we, you know, started talking. That's how we met there. And I don't talk to people. And I, she said she was going to the GP. I said, come on, I'll take you in my car. We went there, came back, and then we just clicked because our, we shared the passion of cooking together. I'm not as a great cook as her. I can cook a few good dishes, which my mother-in-law taught me. But she's an amazing cook. She cooks exactly, you know, the t I love food. But 11 months of not eating food, I was like starved. I lost so much weight, you know, from being sick that long. As soon as my uh, operation was done, she was bringing me food every single day in the hospital. Like good dishes. And I was in, literally enjoying eat, eating every single rice grain, you know, enjoying it. So Shamim used to visit you at the hospital and would feed you yes. food. So that 28 kg I lost, I gained 11 kg back within a month. <laughs> so now I'm behaving myself, so I've got to keep that you know, weight off. So Shamim, you um, were a teacher back in Pakistan, is that correct? I, I teach there 30 years. Wow, that's a really, really long time. And did what kind of what subject did you teach? I I teach them Urdu, geography, English, 
and Islamiyat. Why do you think English is so important for you to learn? I like English language because English language is very beautiful. I like this language, but I can uh, I can read it. I know I know English, but I have no confidence. That's correct. She speaks good English. She no, she doesn't speak it. She knows it. Just the same thing. She's not comfortable talking about it. So one of the sessions we had in not Inspire. Where did we go? That um, the Eleven Old Library. Yes, that's where we went, and she taught her dish kand bania. I've never even heard of it before. Oh my god, it's an amazing dish. And she was supposed to teach it. And as soon as I told her to stand up and teach it, she got all nervous and jittery. She said, come on, Shaz, come on. Can you speak on my behalf? I said, goodbye. I'm going to get the uh, bread. You speak. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> so I just abandoned her, left her by herself, and she did an amazing job teaching the class. She did. She absolutely did. And that recipe we can find in the cookbook, can't we? Khandbadiya is a new dish for the uh, all the people because it is a Asian dish and it is very unique. unique. When I was in Pakistan, my sister Inda, when I was 15 years old, I see her, I saw her when she is cooking. I have a big family in Pakistan. I saw her, then I, after, after 15 years, when I am 30 years, <laughs> I, I try, when I was in Italy, I try how to make it, then I try, I am success to and I made it very carefully and it really is a delicious dish it's um it's in the cookbook now and um uh, people can make it there are many 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 ingredients in the recipe yeah. where can people buy the ingredients from can you give some advice uh, we uh, buy it from the asian shop can you tell us the best one in Manchester? <laughs> in Manchester store, Abna store, and worldwide, you can buy. In Italy, do you, do you miss Italy? Yeah, yeah, we, we miss Italy because they, there is only all the people is Italian and only one house of Muslims. But Italian people is very nice people. Did you learn any Italian? Yeah, yeah, my children. All the my all um, my all the children learn and write and speak uh, uh, Italian language and they learn there on the beach, Ancona Beach. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. We live on the beach. Beautiful. And Shimim, I bet you the food in Italy was really yeah. nice. Very nice pizza, pasta, 
lasagna is very delicious food my uh, children always cook italian uh, dishes and the vegetables are really nice there yeah, as well yeah. vegetable is very fresh and Shamim, what is this here? You've just uncovered this beautiful dessert. <laughs> it is rasmalai. Rasmalai? Yeah, yeah, it is an Asian dish. And what's inside? Uh, rasmalai. Uh, we make uh, balls, uh, dry, uh, dry uh, milk, milk powder. Milk oh. powder. Yeah, milk powder. Yeah. Um, dry milk, yeah. Dry milk. Make ball out of it. Yeah, dry milk or what? Choti lychee. Lychee is cardamoms. Mm. Cardamoms. Yeah. And some water. Some water. No, no, some uh, uh, one teaspoon of oil. One teaspoon of oil. Yeah. One egg, and we make the ball and put it. Wow! It looks. It. I've never seen this before, so I'm excited to try that one. Actually, it looks very, very nice. What is it called? Rasmalai. 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 Mm. You can find there's a big Asian shop on um, Stockport Road, A6. Um, it's just sweets, desserts, and they make these things that we can make at home mm. and equally or better, be wow. better, better tasting. And that's what I was going to ask you actually, which are the best restaurants, cafes? Oh, we went to this buffet place one time. Um, Nawab, it's a big, um, no, sorry, it was Alvales. Nawab is the biggest one that you can find here. Um, Alvales is just down the road from it. It's on Stockport Road. They have a buffet of every dish, lamb, curry, chicken, curry, fish, pakoras, papadums, whole buffet. Wow. So we went one time, after swimming, of course. Ah. We were hungry, so we went swimming and then we popped in after there. So you went swimming first and yes. then you did, went for food yeah. afterwards. Yeah. First um. and last. <laughs> yeah, we had to make up for all the calories that we lost, you know. Instead of last. <laughs> Shaz, you love cooking um, and you love heart and parcel, I know that. But Thank I you. also wanted to know a bit more about your other skills. So you actually do a lot of knitting and crocheting and sewing and you did some sessions at the Heart Parcel uh, Levensum Old Library. So tell us a bit more about that. We did a session where it was uh, the girl taught us how to make a mandala. That was the first time we ever did it. Not that I was any good at it. <laughs> I failed and I kept looking at Shamim. So Shamim was okay with it. So I made, told her to finish mine off as well. And I've taken that home put it on uh, my top of my dresser, but I'd love to do some sessions where there's knitting and crocheting involved. I've got all the material, you know, somewhere where I can teach people as well, because I'm not that good, but I can create things like, you know, baby cardigans and baby clothes, shawls, the little things I started creating, it gets really addicting. You can see my hands not working properly yet, the left hand because of the surgery. Um, I. And I made that blue hat that I showed you last night. I was up till half one. I just had to finish it. It's from YouTube, you know, one of the girls in Hindi. I'm learning, you know, how to, it's not a pattern or anything. She shows, just shows you how to do it. Mm. So I created that within a few hours. 
It's just, the, it's addicting. When you create things, it becomes really addicting. Just like food. Absolutely. It's about that creation, isn't it? Yeah. The creating of things yeah. together and the creating of, of things that you can then enjoy afterwards. Exactly, yeah. Okay, wow. So in front of us, we have this amazing feast uh, made by Shamim and Shaz. Um, mostly Shamim. Mostly no, no, Shamim. No, 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 mostly Shaz. Oh. No, mostly Shaz. Um, so what have we got in front I of us? <laughs> So what have we got in front of us, Shaz? Uh, this is rice, boiled rice, with curry that Shamim's made. So she made the curry last night, put the pakoras in first thing this morning. Lovely. I made the lamb and potatoes yesterday and steamed it this morning, put the cilantro and everything fresh on it this morning wow. before bringing it over. That looks incredible. Brilliant. And she's made some dessert and she's made some steamed fish. I made some naan with the lamb. <laughs> There's just so much food on the table, just so much stuff to, to eat. So I'm really looking forward to trying it now. When I was engaged for two years, I used to live with my auntie there in Karachi, Pakistan. She, every day in the weekday, she would send me to my mother-in-law's house with the driver so I could go learn cooking. And my mother-in-law is about seven sisters altogether. They're all amazing cooks. They don't cook like each other because you would assume the same mother raised them, they would, you know, cook the same way, same type of um, taste. All the food tastes different on all different sisters. And my mother-in-law taught me a few dishes that takes a long time, just like Shamim's um, Kanvaria. Um, there's meatballs like you would normally eat with the gravy. There's called, they're called koftas. They take a long time. It's a long procedure, steps to it. And like the ingredients as well, you have to go to the Asian stores only. So if you're living in Withenshaw or those areas, because when I used to live in Withenshaw, we had to come every day almost to buy some Asian food. So we said we might as well move to Longsite because everything's right here. You just walk to Little, walk to Asda, walk to the Asian stores. There's so many. You go to a different shop for meat. Go to a different shop for spices. Go to different shops for vegetables. So every shops have their own. And alongside, it's all there, isn't it? It's all everything in one is place. one place. And there's so many shops, food-wise, takeaway-wise. Everything is right here in Longside. I'm moving soon to, um, you know, where the Asda Hume is. Uh, I forgot what the area is. Every day we'll be coming this way to buy our groceries mm. again. Mm. And you mentioned um, the uh, the kofta that you have made before, but actually you made something else for our sessions as well, didn't you? Yes. You actually uh, taught some of the women how to make your special... Shami kebab. So that's the one um, I taught at the 11 June Inspired. Everybody made it. And how did you feel? How was that experience for you? It was amazing, actually. You know, to bring my mother-in-law's style of cooking in front of people, because I'm okay I'm not that great of a cook I can mess up a lot of dishes I can burn food but there's like three four dishes that she taught that I'm set for life like normal people might not be able to make them because of the maybe the hard work too much things but if they follow the instructions step by step it's easy to make very easy and how did you feel about the um the women trying out your recipes at heart and parcel 
I loved it. I did nothing at all. All I did was sit back. They chopped everything. They made the patties. They did the frying. And I just sat and watched. And they made the chutney. Even one of the girls made the chutney. Yes, I remember that. And the chutney, actually, you can find in the cookbook. So can you tell us a bit more about that chutney? It's uh, pudina, mint chutney, mint leaves. You just mix it up with... I mix half and half, cilantro, half mint. Put in the blender, you know... Just watch how much water you put in there. Put some cumin seeds, uh, red chili, green chilies, fresh green chilies, red chili powder, salt to taste. And that thick green chutney, when it's ready, you can mix it up with yogurt. And it's amazing with any types of fried food, like fried chicken drumsticks or chicken legs or kebabs, shami kebabs. It's amazing with everything. Or even to put on rice and eat. How long does it keep after you make it? The chutney, normally what I do is I get ice cube trays and just pour it in there, put it in the freezer. Anytime I need, to, I take two cubes out, microwave it, mix it up with yogurt, instantly you have fresh That's chutney. Great idea. In June this year, the cookbook will be published and it will be coming out I'm with excited. your recipes, <laughs> with your photos, with your stories that you've offered to us. Yes, yes Shaz is not so excited about the photo. photos. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, how do you feel? How do you feel about this um, being part of this project? Um, we feel it's something we've accomplished, especially with Shamin being out here. She can spread her skills to other people, to the community. They can learn her recipes, you know, um, and it's going to be in a cookbook. That's a big deal, you know, you know, coming, you know, otherwise we are just normal housewives, just cooking for our families. And it's a big deal to cook for a community and let others taste your flavors, country's flavors. And do you think this helps um, with some of the other issues we were talking about with communities and friendships and relationships? Well, how it, it's helped a lot how we mingle together. Our lives have come together. We learned about each other, about her back home, me back home, or, you know, all of the places I've been, you know, places I've been. We've come together. And it's not just about learning English uh, or grammar. It's a lot more than that. We've shared a lot, part of our lives together mm. in those, you know, sessions or even after. Like, I'll be cooking something and I'll be calling her, what can I add in this dish? <laughs> yeah. She'll quickly tell me over the phone or do it, soak it overnight, put these things in there. I am very happy because I was social worker woman in Pakistan, but here is, I am only housewife. Yeah. And... Uh, I am all the time at home. I am very happy to see you and Shaz. And be you. a bit more outgoing. Outgoing, okay, Thoda And outgoing. And I'm very happy. Thank you for listening to Taste of Life. If you'd like to find out more about Heart and Parcel and the work that we do, and how to get your very own copy of our cookbook, please visit heartandparcel.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Heart and Parcel and Instagram at Heart Parcel. Taste of Life was recorded and edited by me, Claire Courtney, with technical and editorial support from Kieran Hansen at Kenowa Films. 
Our title music is Woman of the World by Ivor Cutler, arranged and performed by Matthew Ashworth. Taste of Life is a Kenowa Films production for Heart and Parcel.